Help I Got a Mac, podcast episode number 27. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Help I Got a Mac. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Chris Biting. And Chris, what kind of podcast is this, this Help I Got a Mac thing? It's a cooking show dedicated to the new cooker. I mean, I'm sorry, wrong wrong show. Um, it's a Mac Switcher podcast dedicated to those who have just bought or who are thinking about getting a Mac. And it's also to those who, who may need a refresher course in all things Macintosh. Exactly. And so if that relates to you, then welcome to the show. We are glad you here. You are here. And of course, this show could not happen unless it were for the wonderful listeners out there who submit their questions and comments on a weekly basis. And of course, we want to tell you up front how you can do that. So you can just go ahead and punch our number into your auto dial on your phone at area code 859-795-4067. You can call us 24 hours a day. Seven days a week, just leave us a voicemail. Say it's for Help I Got a Mac. We'll get you into the show. That number, 859-795-4067. You can also email us. And, of course, you can email your questions, comments, whatever, to feedback at gspn.tv. That's feedback at gspn.tv. Today is our second show in a row <laughs> yeah, we've been, we've been, uh, you know, one of us hasn't been here, or we took a, a week off, or, or this, that, and the other. But now we're back on schedule, two shows in a row. We, we we're now officially on a streak. That's correct. And, and in uh, fact, I, 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 I think I, we're gonna be okay. I think we're we are gonna be okay. And now we don't want to give anybody um, the impression that we're quite sporadic in releasing episodes because we're not we're actually really good at it in fact we're on episode 27 and we happen to i think miss two but they were spread a week apart from each other so uh it, it just feels like it's been you know a little lackadaical is that the word lackadaical i don't know who cares anyway we're not this is not the grammar girl podcast that is for certain uh but anyway we want to say hello to chef mark we want to say hello to michael and michael uh, in the chat room, uh, we are, and then all of a sudden, here comes Mary, and a bunch of other people are just now starting to show up into the chat room. Welcome, everybody. We love having you here. Feel free to hit the request to talk button anytime during this show, and uh, you guys can join us every, what is this, Monday night? Tuesday? Monday, Monday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. Exactly. And, of course, uh, you can find out about all of our shows at gspn.tv slash schedule. And now that we have all of our self-promoting garbage out of the way, let's talk a little bit about the news when it's related to the Mac. We just have one little item I believe you wanted to mention. Yeah, uh, the there's the calm. We're, we're kind of in the calm before the storm, before the Worldwide Developer Conference, which is I think June 9th is uh, when it's rumored that Steve's going to give the keynote, which he's been doing for the past, oh, I don't know, four or five years. Yeah, they haven't come out. Uh, and said officially if he's if he's going to be giving the talk or not, but you know he always does. So probably June 9th. Right now we're just starting to hear some some rumors. The, these things kind of happen before any kind of Apple keynote is scheduled to happen. Right now, uh, the big thing that's happening is all most of the iPhone stock has been depleted at most of the uh, Apple retail stores, 
And especially, which is weird, the online store. You cannot buy an iPhone online right now at store.apple.com if you want to get one. So I've been hearing a lot about this iPhone shortage. And, of course, everybody's predicting now that because of the iPhone shortage, that means it's inevitable that we're getting a new version of the iPhone that's going to have this 3G network capability so that we can have super high broadband Internet access via AT&T. Right. Now, here's what people don't realize. And this is kind of what's, what's making me scratch my head is that when the iPhone first came out, they had to announce it six months ahead of time because it had to pass FCC tests and all that kind of thing, you know, to make sure it doesn't pop a tumor into the side of your brain when you use an iPhone. And with the iPhone 2, you know, on the horizon, I'm wondering if if maybe they got a deal with the FCC that they had this, you know, it was secret that they're testing it because the phone's obviously going to change its chipset. It's going to have a 3G chipset in it, and it's going to, you know, do the faster... Uh, you know, data wireless and stuff like that. So the the internal guts of the phone's going to change. I don't know if they have to get another FCC uh, testing or anything like that. So I don't know if they can spring the phone on us that fast without it going through the proper channels. All right. Well, let's see what Chef Mark has to say because he's he's got a uh, question here about. Did you hear the rumor about a three G updater? Let's see what uh, uh, Chef Mark has going. Yeah, on. let's find out. And and let me actually unmute Chef Mark. <laughs> here we go. Mark, you're on the line. Go ahead. Hey guys, um, actually I, w- I was just trying to call it up again and I'm having a hard time finding the website again, but there was some rumor about how someone had found actually on, a, on a, an update that Apple had pushed to the iPhone that there was some uh, utility in there to actually update your phone using different networks. So there's, you know, the rumors is that they're, you know, they're going to be using non-edge capabilities at some point. Yeah. Um... Does that even make sense to you? It does. Uh, there were some things that I read about the internals of, of the phone that we you know we all have now that some of the chips in there were th- were three G ready. And uh, f- for those who who don't really follow cell phones and that that kind of stuff, three G means the third generation of data that goes over the cell phones. And what that means is is faster speeds when you're not on a Wi Fi network. So if you're out in your car and you try to get to a website, it goes a lot faster. And there's a couple things that we're that we're hearing. Um, the latest version of the software development kit. Uh, there's actually some areas that people have, have kind of dug up that says that that pertain to 3G networks where you can turn it off or turn it on because the 3G does take a lot of battery. Um, I've also heard rumors of of possible that that, it, that you know the current phones we have now can go to 3G, but you know people who have torn apart the phone say that it doesn't have the right antenna and things like that. So. I don't know. I know that... Isn't the fact that the whole unit is aluminum, doesn't that make it just an antenna on its own? Well, it's not, I don't think it's hooked up that way to be an antenna. I, then that's why the back of it uh, has that piece of plastic at the bottom. That uh, That's where the antenna and stuff like that is housed. Because I think if it's behind it, aluminum, it may cause like signal droppage and things like that. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Very interesting. Well, uh, certainly thank you, Mark, for for bringing it up. And, of course, uh, if you have any rumor or question or comment regarding the iPhone, uh, let's just add to the hype. You know what? Forget forget all this stuff of, you know, what's really going to happen. We'll find out when it happens. But uh, let's go ahead and and just add to the hype because I like the hype. It's part of the fun with Apple, I think. Yeah. Michael, go ahead. Well, if you recall, uh, some time ago, Apple filed with the SEC about non-disclosure 
about what they're, uh, you know, uh, sending in to them. So there's a good chance if uh, Apple's already sent them the phone and uh, or sent everything in for the 3G, and uh, they can't say a thing until it's announced. That FCC cannot say that yes, we've got it or anything about it. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good point. I mean, some 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 documents that the FCC has is considered uh, public domain, but I guess there's a way for for Apple to kind of gag that stuff. I'm I'm assuming, right? Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, it it sounds interesting, and, and of course, uh, you know, we'll we'll find out if they have some kind of new phone with new equipment in it that's been tested. Then, then of course, we can know that it's possible to sneak something in under the radar. It seems to me though that somebody. I mean, I can understand hushing the people at the at at Apple. You know, yeah. with you know, threat of your life. We know where you live, kind of thing. Uh, not not that Apple would do that, by the way. Uh, but anyway, I, I would imagine that somebody at FCC, I mean, could you imagine how popular you would be with that story? I mean, if, if you just oh, leaked yeah. it out somehow. Well, I do know that uh, I've talked to a couple of my, uh, I've got some Apple Enterprise people that I was talking to last week from Apple. They they came into my office and hung out a little bit and we were talking and uh, <laughs> one of them had a jailbroken phone. But anyway, um, <laughs> besides that, uh you know, they said a, a third of the WWDC is going to be dedicated just to the iPhone itself. So, and and the WWDC, Apple has a couple. Wait, shows. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm sorry, I was daydreaming there for just a minute. The, okay, the what? Oh, the, the worldwide developer con- Okay, yeah, gotcha. The WWDC, Apple. Gotcha. Apple sorry. has a couple couple shows throughout the year. Uh, their big one in January is Mac, which is really kind of geared towards everybody. You know, with a with a heavy consumer slant. Um. The Worldwide Developer Conference is devoted really to programmers, hardcore coders, and, and people like that. It's, this is where uh, typically in the past we've seen Apple release, you know, the, the G5 Tower was introduced at WWDC, and uh, the Intel announcement, I think, was introduced then. So th- there's these generally big bombshell-type announcements that are announced at WWDC. So I don't know. I... I Part of me hopes that the, that a new phone comes out, and another part of me is dreading it because I know I'm going to instantly want to go buy it, and I won't be allowed. Yeah, I, I tell you what. It, of course, it, I don't know. And since uh, you and I, we live in the Cincinnati area. Now you are actually in the the metropolitan Cincinnati area. I'm on the outskirts of Cincinnati, in northern Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And so there are some spots where even edge is a little sketchy. And I'm wondering, this 3G network is it even here in Cincinnati? And if it is. It, it is. Does it cover the same footpath? Um, pretty much. I know in my area, my little the, the areas that I travel to most are covered. Florence, I think, is covered too. Uh, if you just go to at and dot com, you can see a map, and they have Cincinnati as far as the, the tri state area pretty much blanketed for uh, for three G. So or HSDPA as it's actually called by AT and T. All right, so HSDPA. So, yeah, so it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens and, in a few weeks. And, and you know, I've heard rumors that iPhone's going to come out tomorrow. I've heard rumors that the iPhone's going to be announced on May twentieth. I don't think this is such a big update that I don't think Steve's going to just kind of let a, a you know update via website going to you know is going to take that thunder. I think he's going to he's going to announce it at, at the Worldwide Developer Conference. Gotcha. So this HSDPA is that right? Mm-hmm. What? How fast is something like that? Do you have any idea? Do you know what? I don't know off the top of my head. HSDPA. Let me 
let me see how fast it is via the wiki. All right. uh, c- current HSDPA deployment support downlink speeds of 1.8, 3.6, 7.2, and 14.4 megabits per second. And just to put that uh, in relationship to your That'd internet, be about the same as DSL or cable modem. Exactly. Yeah, uh, I think 1.8 to 3.6 is what the average is, which is about half the speed of most people's DSL connection. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, it's it, it's not screwing around man i mean it's it's pretty fast it's it's the difference of you know using a dial up to broadband uh for your cell phone okay so so uh let's go ahead and move into the i wish list segment of the show (laughs) (laughs) okay which is our new segment by the way which we didn't get any other people with an i wish so if you have an i wish list uh we we happen to know on good authority that 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 steve is actively listening to every episode of the help i got a mac show Yes. Yeah. Well, we have it on good authority. <laughs> ah. Okay. Wink I can't. I, I can't. I can't really re, uh, re, uh, relay my sources. But anyway, uh, but they are actively listening to us there in in what is it Cupertino? Cupertino, man. Exactly. So so there. So the i wish list. So if there if there is a new iPhone, okay. Let's talk about this. Let's theorize for just a moment. What is it going to take for us to actually want to go out and immediately buy it? I mean, is 3G alone, is that going to do it for you, Chris? I mean, seriously. Well, you know what would really do it for me would be GPS. Okay. Okay. So so putting the the ability to, to have like the navigation right into the iPhone. Exactly. Now, here's the thing. I'm perfectly happy with my phone the way it is now. Oh, that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm pretty darn happy with it myself. I'm in enough, you know, w- taking aside you know, storage. I wish I had more than what I had have. Um, there's just a couple things I wish they could they could fix in software for my current phone that I wish they would do. Okay. The first one for me would be stereo Bluetooth. Okay. You know, so I could use Bluetooth headphones, you know, on my iPhone. Um, even if they would allow people, you know, you could buy easily a little a little GPS unit that has its own, you know, battery and stuff that plugs into the bottom of the of the 30 pin dock connector. Mm-hmm. You know what? Why don't why doesn't someone do that? That would be sweet. If, I don't know if I don't think Apple's going to let anybody have access to that port for that kind of stuff, but they could easily do that. Right. That's so, that's the two things I I would be pleased as punch if they said, "You know what? We're going to come out with a GPS unit. It's 100 bucks. It plugs into the bottom of the iPhone and boom, there you go." That would be pretty sweet, but the the question here though is so so maybe if you're you're looking at the next generation iPhone, uh, we're talking that you know if they so if they had three G, which we're it's it's widely speculated that's what's coming, uh, and if they also had GPS, you're telling me it's time to get rid of your current iPhone or do something with it, and and go out and fork out the next couple hundred bucks for the new one. Well, anything else that would be required for you to really, I mean, yes, keep the data price at the same $20 because yep. I, I have a feeling that if it's 3G, I think they're going to move everybody to $30 a month for data. You know, so what is that, an increase of another $10 a month? Yeah, which honestly for me uh, is not worth it. Yeah. You know, most of the well, web apps that I use like Ahalo and, and Mebo and stuff like that work just fine over Edge. Yeah. Well, well, here, okay. For me, here, here's what I'm thinking. Okay, number one, the the new phone needs to have not only the camera where it's currently at, but it also has to have another one, a, a second camera, like in the front. In the front, 
That'd be sweet for like video calls. Video calls, absolutely. And and of course, you know that would just simply be amazing to be able to do iChat, video iChat on your iPhone. Well, using something like I look at like the the uh, the Nokia N ninety five, and I see that that clicks application where you can stream live video to it. That is so cool. Say that again. Um. The, uh, the 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 Nokia N ninety five. It's, it's oh, okay. a pretty expensive camera the, or phone. The battery life is kind of eh on it. You're talking about it, this quick thing that everybody's doing, right? Yeah, it's QIK. Q, and I, yeah, think it's, Q, I think it's QIK.com. But what yep. it is is you can actually walk around with your camera, camera or phone. I keep calling it a camera because the N ninety five looks like a camera, right? Um, but you can walk around with this phone using the quick software and actually have live streaming video to the internet from your cell phone and that is so cool you know i i see people all the time saying hey you know on twitter hey come chat with me or i'm streaming live right now and 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 to be honest with you the quality is so poor and and the the audio level is so bad that it's just kind of annoying actually well i think as the adoption rate gets higher and you know g uh, 3g gets better and more reliable i think it's going to get better i think we're Doing that kind of video broadcasting, we're just at the the very beginning of it. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's all coming. I, I so so basically, yeah, that that's what's going on. We we wish that they could do a couple of things with the iPhone. Obviously, some of the stuff could be done with some updating, but I think that there are some hardware you know issues that that they could put in. Uh, but one of the things I just love, even on my current iPhone, is and it doesn't make any sense. I I want to be able to do the video. I I want to be able to at least record some video with it. Yeah, I, they could do that right now. Let's yep. be honest. Yeah, I mean, I've there's a couple uh, applications that you have to jailbreak your phone for that record video. Oh, th- so they are out there. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh well, you didn't tell me that. Yeah, you Dude. just have to jail. It's just have to jailbreak your phone. Yeah, I mean, but that's, you know, I, I've I always jailbreak my phone and unjailbreak my phone and bring it back. And you know, I've I restored it today because it was acting kind of squirrely, and I don't know if it was because of the jailbreak or not. But Apple could do all these really really great things with the existing phone, and I just knowing Apple, I've known them. You know, I've been an Apple user for a long time, and I just know how they think. <sighs> If they haven't done it yet, if it's not going to happen in the 2.0 software, yeah. I think we're going to be out of luck. Yeah. Let me tell Okay. One last item for my iWish list. I mean, I'm not going to limit you at all, but on my iWish wish, wish list, okay, I would go out next month and buy myself. Well, okay. I'd have to wait until I had the money, but <laughs> I, as soon as I had the money, I would be out there to buy one if they put this in. Are you ready? Um, okay. What is it? Do you, you want to guess? I, I I'm serious. It, I would it would be in my hand. Audio recording. Nope. So that'd be cool. It, that would be cool. But here here it is. I'll just tell you. Copy and paste. Nope. Nope. That's e- <laughs> that's easy. It. I stole it from Chef Mark. <laughs> yeah. It 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 would be an SD card. See, I don't think they're gonna do that. I, no, I, I didn't say that they were going to. This is my I wish. Oh, okay. okay. It, it, we're talking. We're talking total I wish here. Well, you, I wish it made fries. That'd be awesome. What's that? Wish <laughs> it made fries. Listen to you. Okay, let's talk about doable though. I mean, this is something they should, could so do. Yeah. I mean, li- here's the deal. I have a four gig iPhone. Do you know what that four gig means to me? Squat. 
Yeah, man, it's the Phil Schiller limited edition iPhone. It, it really is horrible. Folks. I got it too. I mean, I love it, but you know, once those applications come out, man, I'm not going to have any music on here. Right now, I've got uh, about 560 songs or so, uh, three audio books, and um, oh, I don't know, one or two videos. Yeah. <laughs> All that's going away, man. Once games and stuff come out, I mean, yeah. seriously, yeah. I mean, that's going to be on my phone. But dude, it's it's going to be like the old Atari days. Remember when you had to pull out one cartridge and and turn your Atari off and then go plug in another cartridge? I mean, that's what the iPhone's going to be when they release all this stuff. Or at least our four gig ones, anyway. And mm-hmm. uh, Michael's going in there and he says he's got the sixteen gig. But you know what? Honestly, in two years from now, sixteen gigs is going to be squat. You know, yeah, it's, why it's not? It's going to be one of those things that, yeah, it's going to be one of those things that you're arguing like, well, I've got this bank of applications in iTunes. Well, I'm going to use today. I'm going to use uh, the chat program, and I'm going to put a game on here. Yes, and that's going to be all the applications I can run today. It, that's exactly it. That's exactly what we're going to be doing. Uh, and so I'm just saying, you know, there's already you know, it, it's not too expensive to get yourself a nice eight gig SD card. You know, and that are, that would actually double more than double what I've currently got on my iPhone. Anyway, SD yeah. card. That's my I wish list right there. So put me a SD vid- card. I, I need a video camera front and back. I want to do some iChat video and video recording, all that good stuff. But I also want an I, I want an SD card. You well, put- we should if they come out with that phone, you need to put like our. I got an idea for the website. Our heads, right? Yeah, and like and like a little meter that goes up to whatever the new iPhone looks like. And, and people could, like, donate for us to get new iPhones. Ooh, there you go. I'm all about trying to figure out how to get this without my, my wife giving me money for it because she'll get mad at me. <laughs> all right. I pan- this is called Pandering to the Audience 101. Pandering to the Audience 101. All right. Well, let's turn over to some listener questions. How's that sound? Absolutely. All right. Well, actually, the first one's not quite a – actually, I think the first one is a question. I think is, – is it Wayne? Wayne had a comment anyway. Hi, Cliff. Well, this is Wayne from Wayne Henderson Voiceovers. Just uh, listened to your most recent help. I got a Mac. I want to thank you again for putting out that podcast. And just a quick uh, comment. I, back when I had a Windows machine at the house, I did try the Zoom Marketplace uh, for Microsoft, just mostly to try to get my podcasts in there uh, and to make sure they appeared. And really, they never did, except for my one that's part of the Lost Podcasting Network. They, they are part of the Zoom. But with that aside, um, that thing is just a hideously ugly space hog of a monster. It's just terrible. And we got new uh, XP uh, computers at work that are pretty powerful. So I thought, okay, let me try it here. And I loaded up the Zune uh, Marketplace thing. And still, that thing is slow, unresponsive. And the whole shell and the whole feel and how it operates is just hideous. I'm never going to use the Zune Marketplace ever again, even if iPods go out of business by some uh, strange stretch of the imagination. I say avoid the Zune and the Zune marketplace. They really are difficult to use, ugly, and gosh, it makes you look like a goober if someone catches you using it. So <laughs> there's that as well. You're right, Cliff. iTunes is you know, just about as perfect as one of these programs can be, and I'm sure whatever Apple puts into it next is going to be cool as well. Now, back to Cliff Ravenscraft. And Chris, uh, thank you, Wayne, for calling in. Awesome to hear from you. Now, Chef Mark was in here saying, wait a minute, Cliff. Remember when you were singing the praises of the Zune? You said it would triple our audiences. 
Um, let's see here. The problem is our podcasts have not been listen have not been listed. So so here's the thing. Number one, I I'll just for a second I want to go back to what Chef Mark's saying. He I did a podcast answer man talking about how awesome it was that the Zoom comes out and on the main uh, programming menu by default po- the word podcast is listed on it which I think mm-hmm. is totally awesome and if nothing else it does nothing but say to the f- to the people who have an iPod podcast what's a podcast and I believe that it I, I, regardless of how horrible the Zoom marketplace is people are at least are at the very least now uh going to ask themselves the question, what is a podcast? So that that in and of itself, I think, is totally awesome. Now, what, what Wayne is calling in for is he's actually responding to my suggestion or my comment last week was uh, how I believe that, you know, Apple iTunes is as close to as a, a perfect program as far as an application for for a music store slash video store slash video rental slash uh, iPod or podcast downloading tool. I mean, obviously, there are tons of things that we could all suggest that would be great improvements. But as far as the the brand new user experience, it doesn't take much to figure out how to use iTunes. And that so that's really what I was saying there. And I wasn't you know what, though, the the Zune software I've played with a little bit. First off. Just because I'm an Apple fan doesn't mean I don't. I actually like my, some Microsoft products. You know, I love my Xbox 360. And mm-hmm. I love the Xbox, and I've used the new Zune. I uh, use the old Zune, and I, you know what? I really like it. I think it's an actual really, really nice piece of hardware. And the Zune Marketplace, while it is kind of slow, and and you know the the podcasting, there's some issues with that. I think the software is really, really cool looking. It's okay to use, but I, I think it's elegant looking. Um, it's kind of stylish and stuff like that. I think it's it's sweet. It's not fast. Uh, believe it or not, you know, like, like I said before, iTunes I, I feel is like the Excel spreadsheet of of music players because it's it's got a lot of information. It's not it's it's okay looking. You know, I'm so used to it now. It, but it's really really fast. It gets what it needs to be done. Now, unless you're using it on Windows, it's really really slow to start and it's kind of sluggish. But um, I think the Zoom I think the Zoom software is kind of neat looking. I see. I don't. I I totally think they totally screwed up the Zune with the Zune software. Now I I would agree with you. I think the Zune is an awesome piece of equipment, and the ingenuity of having. I I still I, I'm still jealous of every Zune person who has figured out how to subscribe to our podcasts and are able to sync their podcast wirelessly using yeah. Wi-Fi. I'm still jealous. Well, I think. You can add uh, custom RSS feeds to the software, I think. Like I said, I I used it long enough to try to get um, one up before oh, I yeah, got I'm my not, I'm not saying yeah. you can't add them. You, you can certainly add right. them. It's just it, it, having They're people a, find us is not yeah. necessarily the easiest thing. Yeah, I, I was using the software because I was going to try to, before I got my Apple TV, I was going to kind of hobble together a, an Apple TV-like solution with uh, my Xbox 360 and a laptop, and it was just a mess. So, yeah, I gave gotcha. up on that. Apple TV all the way. There you go. But well, you can find uh, all the GSPN TV shows on, or uh, audio shows on the Apple TV. Sweet. I'll have to come over. You have to show me that sometime. Absolutely. Alrighty. Um, let's see here. The next up is we have two calls from Brad from Alaska. So here's the first call. 
Hi, Cliff. This is Alaska Brad calling in for the help I got a Mac. Hey, I'm liking your guys' discussion regarding the MacBook versus the iMac uh, uh, discussion, for that matter. Anyways, <laughs> my uh, black MacBook I purchased uh, does a wonderful job uh, for me uh, of video editing. Uh, I got the top of the line on the black MacBook, and uh, it came with iMovie HD, I went out and uh, purchased a Sony HDR-HC5, which is a tape-driven uh, high-def camera, and uh, can render that footage, maxed out my RAM on it. Uh, this, this model actually can only max out to 3 gigs of RAM, but uh, handles the footage just fine. With a tape, it's one-to-one -one anyway, so uh, it takes it in just fine. I do have to store it, though, on a... Uh, external hard drive. So what I have to do is bring in, well, with high-def footage, I mean, just 10 minutes is like 60 gigs or something. So I have to bring in a bunch, you know, a, a, a limited amount at a time and then save it over to the hard drive because the MacBook only has one firewire. So I have to plug my camera in, go one-to-one, -one, save it, and then unplug it, and then plug in my <laughs> external hard drive. So I'm thinking with a, you know, with an iMac, I'm wondering, do they have the extra FireWire ports where I can just go in, use the machine, and then save it right to an external hard drive or the hard drive on the iMac? But uh, just for those people out there that are wondering if they can, you know, can I e edit video on a MacBook? Yes. And a MacBook Pro, I'm sure you can too. But again, you guys had already stated that you are limited on the size of the hard drive. But the processor, it, it, it handles it just fine. I'd like the bigger screen, though. So for <laughs> our dividends here in Alaska, we get a, you know, the, the price of oil is through the roof, as everybody knows, and they're feeling the pinch at the gas tank. So we get a check every year for the revenues. So not, not that thinking, you're off topic uh, or anything there, Brad. for my wife. Or I'll get a MacBook Pro and she'll get to hand me down. Anyways, I'm starting to ramble. Thanks for the show, guys, and uh, hope to talk to you soon. Bye. We love you, oh, Brad. Man, I love oh. Alaska, Brad. Oh, gosh. So, so anyway, he, he misses the big screen too. I think that that's another one. I wish I had an iMac. Wait, wait. Let's back up for a second. Did yeah, go he ahead. That, did he say that people in Alaska get a check every month for oil or something? Yeah, yeah. If you live in, a, if you're a, a resident of Alaska, you get a dividend. What? Yeah. Man, I want more. Never mind. I'll <laughs> drill, drill it all. Anyway, um, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> What's the next thing he has? Well, the th well, hold on. The the thing is, is he he mentioned some things. <laughs> that went about so long, I just kind of zoned out a little bit. <laughs> I know that was great stuff. <laughs> but anyway, uh, he mentioned something about video um, there when he was talking. And so, what I wanted to know is is he he mentioned okay. So he brings well. First of all, he had a question. Does the iMac have two FireWire ports? Uh, it? no. Wait, the iMac? Yeah, the iMac. Yeah, I think it's got like uh, FireWire 400 and FireWire 800. Okay, so so he could actually, if he had an iMac, he could in he could plug in his FireWire camera, and he yeah. could also plug in a FireWire drive at the same time. Yeah. Okay. He could do that. He could do that with the MacBook too. You just have the little FireWire hub. So they make a FireWire hub. Yeah, they're kind of pricey, but yeah, you can totally get one. Okay, well, that that's something good to know. I, I see. We learned this is why we call this help. I got a Mac. <laughs> All right. So here's the other thing I have a question for is um, he he mentioned that okay he's bringing all this footage, and he left me a message saying that he can uh, he can bring in uh, video 
and mm-hmm. and and take the I think he, what he said somewhere else he said I can actually take a project and once you're yep. done you can hit file save as and you save that project out onto an external drive no problem at all the mm-hmm. question is my question is is can you save the event and I'll tell you what since since I'm here and he brought that up let me just check it real quick because I asked this question last week and it was the only person I got that that, that responded so I'm going to take I'm here in an event uh on my iMovie hit me on my iPhone <laughs> my iPhone all right so file and uh let's see here um there is no save as I don't see a save as so if I click on a library item if what if I right click on there I can do new project new folder new folder um project properties yeah i don't know i i need somebody to help me out with the events though uh move event to trash move rejected clips to trash print event uh i want to be able to view i want to take the events all that data and move it to an external drive and i do not see that anywhere Nope. I need to start using iMovie a lot more because I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Chef Mark is on the line. He's, he's, of course, he's not using iMovie, though, but we'll ask him here real quick. Chef Mark is a video pimp. <clears throat> hey, Chef Mark. <laughs> what's up, my friend? Hey, I'm not using iMovie, but I have used it in order to import uh, whole tapes uh, that I didn't want to sit there and, and do log and capture in, in, um, in Final Cut. So you can import it and then just refer to the to the reference file that it's in. So yeah, you could easily just navigate and find the folder that you're putting your your iMovie events in and just grab the folder. Okay, the question. Okay, so I, I noticed that I can go into my username and then there's movies, and then I double click on that and then there's events and I can double click that and I see the folders or that contain all the event stuff, right? Right. Exactly. So and I just. You drag. Can just import, you can just drag the folders to any you know any external drive that you have. Right. One of the things that I noticed though it, it, is that when I drag those away and they disappear, they don't they don't disappear from iMovie at least in the listing. Oh, are you trying to disappear them? Yeah, I want. I don't, I don't want them to show. But I mean, well, like you want to get it off I, of your hard drive. Well, well it's just, just like any other operation, you know, you copy it to an external hard drive and delete it. Okay, I understand that. But then, how do I bring that event back? Well, if I put the event back into the events folder, do you? The, I, I, I guess I just need to do some trial and error and yeah, play with it. Yeah, but it's similar to how to how, and I know you have issues with this as do I with the iPhoto. It's like. You know, if you drag stuff in and out of iPhoto, it's gonna it's gonna do the same thing. But yeah. but, uh, but unlike iPhoto, it's a little bit more visible as to where those files are in iMovie. iPhoto is kind of like, where's my photos? Like, I just want to find my actual photos, and it's hard finding them, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I it, finding the events is n- has not been as difficult for me. In fact, I think they handle movies, events, and projects very nicely in separate folders. And the folks over on the iPhoto team could so take a, a lesson in organization from the folks over at the iMovie section of, of Cupertino. Uh, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. But I, I, I think it makes sense, though, what you're saying. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to take an event and move that folder away, delete that event 
out of my event list and then put the event back and reload iMovie and see if that event automatically shows up again. It probably will. I think it will. So yeah. I'll let you so guys... What I, like what I've done, uh, and like I said, I, I use Final Cut Pro, but, but I would um, on occasion uh, import... I was having a problem importing uh, using my camera into Final Cut Pro. Thankfully, we got it fixed. But uh, so what I was doing is I was actually importing using iMovie and then just referencing the folder where it lived in iMovie in order to, you know, to do the editing in Final Cut Pro. Yeah. Um, that was working perfectly. So, I mean, the files are there. They're in a folder by themselves, so you can, you can manipulate them or use them or, or transfer them at will as much as you want. Very cool. Thank you, Chef Mark, for clearing that up for me. You're welcome. That's what I love about having a podcast called Help, I Got a Mac. The whole idea very from the very beginning when I chose the name was it, it was saying to the audience, hey, guys, help me. I've got a Mac. And so that's how this, this, that's how this thing got started. Do you know that? Yes. So, wow. Anyway, that, that's, exactly, <laughs> uh, that's exactly what I love about the show is, is that we are not here as the resident experts all the time. We're here to learn as well. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, when it comes to video, I, I know so little because I never had a video camera, really. Well, I'll tell you what, man. I, with all the different video applications and everything that's happening out there, video is, is cool. I mean, I still, you know, as a podcaster, I still believe that, that audio is, is so much more accessible to people while they're driving, uh, riding on the – or walking on the treadmill and working out in the yard and stuff. But – uh you know, video is something I've, I've definitely been playing a, a, a lot with. In fact, uh, I want to share with folks uh, something I just recently saw on Twitter, uh, if you don't mind. It, it's not Mac-related, but it's really awesome. Yeah, I got something, too. Is it the same as mine? Probably not. Okay, cool. Well, let me tell them about Animoto. It's, oh, no. It's, yeah. it's A-N-I-M-O-T-O dot com. That's Animoto Dot com. Here's the thing. You can take, let's just say you take 10, uh, let's see here, you take 10 or 15 pictures that you have on your hard yep. drive. You upload them in step one. You basically go step one, you select the folder, you can upload all the pictures by you know shift and, and selecting them all, hit upload, boom, all 15 images are uploaded. Step number two, you choose music. You can upload your own or you can choose from a wide variety of music that they already have for you available. And then once you've chosen your music, you click step three and it will customize you a special video intro like you would not believe. Totally awesome video intro. And if you want to see an example of this, this will be there until May 29th. Go to gspn.tv and you will see what I'm talking about. Uh, it is totally awesome. It's animoto.com, A-N-I-M-O-T-O.com. What's yours, Chris? I just bought a video camera. Awesome. <laughs> Not like just like right now. Did you get a flip? I did. No way. I did. Awesome. Have it you is. been playing with it? I have. And what have you been doing? Just, you know... Took it to, uh, I know they're not HD, man. Chef Mark, I'm not pretty enough for HD, my friend. <laughs> Let me lose a little weight, and then I'll, uh, I'll buy me an HD camera. There Let me go. use this one first. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, I, I decided uh, I was listening to, uh, oh, what's his name? I'll give him a free plug real quick. If you go to, uh, I think it's Get the Flip or something, uh, 
dot com. Hold on here. I'm gonna give him a free plug on our show. Anyway, while I'm pulling that up, um, I've kind of been reading, uh, you know, about this about these little cameras, and I'm not one uh, to really like, you know, go out and, and do stuff just because I'm kind of lazy. But um, yeah, I decided to just go to uh, the store and just pick this camera up. I got it for 130 bucks, and man, it's fun. I had my uh, my five year old niece playing with it and she was you know running around filming things and stuff and uh, i'm having a blast with it that's awesome yeah the the guy's name is jim uh it's k-u-k-r-a-l um but uh his website's online video toolkit.com and uh yeah this guy uses a flip he's got the show called the daily flip and uh, it's a marketing guy and yeah, his you know for for using a flip camera, his videos look fine, and I'm loading you know I'm uploading things to uh, you know YouTube or, or Vitamo or or Vimo or whatever it's called, and and you know it, it doesn't need to be awesome, right? You know, it's just it's just me talking about su- stupid stuff, and if I keep using it, then you know I'll move up to something better. Very cool. But for the price, you know, if you just want something dead simple that works on PC and Mac, uh, yeah, flip camera, it's awesome. Awesome. Well, hey, it is uh, already 48 minutes. I tell you, time flies when we're having fun like this. You know what I'm saying? I know. I still have all the forum highlights in our show notes, and we'll just push them back off again until next week because we had plenty to discuss already this week. So I think that uh, we'll uh, have, you know, of course, we always make a priority of anybody who wants to call in. Uh, once again, we're going to share that number with you. It's area code 859 uh, give us a call 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And of course, you can always email us feedback at gspn.tv. And with that, Chris, I want to say thank you once again, my wonderful co host. We did it two in a row. Let's go for three. Let's do three, man. We can do it. Okay. All right. Yeah. We'll see you all next week. Thanks for Goodbye. joining us. Hey, Chris. Yo. You hanging for the uh, post show for a minute? Yeah, sure. All right. 